Welcome to the County Business Talks podcast, powered by Picturebook Films. Here, we're going to be talking to entrepreneurs and business owners from across Sussex, delving into the mindsets of what makes them really tick. Welcome to another episode of the County Business Talks podcast. I'm delighted to be welcomed with my guest this week. Um, he bought his first business in 2001. Um, he's learned many lessons over the last 20 years, um, so much so he's obviously helping other business owners now um, from a coaching capacity. Um, he's a business owner, mentor, coach, keynote speaker and investor. Delighted to be welcomed by Ryan Andrews today. Welcome, sir. How are you? Very well. Thanks for the uh, introduction. Uh, <laughs> makes me sound um, half decent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you are, mate. I'm sure you are. I've heard only good things. I've heard only good things. Um, nice. I oh, mate, look, it's great to have you on. Look, we're going to, as we do always, we're just going to sort of delve straight in, really. Just Can you just start telling us a little bit about your business journey, where it all started? Yeah, so, um, well, the tail end of the 90s, I, I went to university and, and um, did economics and, and business um, degrees uh, with a view to wanting to work in the city as a fund manager. And... Um, I always had a hankering to own my own business, but I suppose, you know, when I look back, the reason I chose those degrees was that I wanted to learn about money and, and how to make money. Yeah. Um, but I don't think those degrees really did that, you know? They weren't, yeah, sure. it's not the real world, it's too much sort of theory. Yeah. And um, anyway, um, I went and I did get a job in the city, but as a broker rather than um, a fund manager, and I did it for about a year, and then, the opportunity came up to buy a shareholding in in the business Lavender Motors, which was a business that I already knew because um, my grandfather had owned it okay. years before. Um, so the 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 guy that um, you know was the majority shareholder there was retiring, and so I sort of took the opportunity to to, to buy it. Um, so did you be obviously been around like seeing your grandpa run that and, and been around that type of yeah so he always used to say it doesn't matter what you do just make sure you own it and okay. um i suppose that stuck in my mind um because when i got that job that i that i wanted you know um i realized that i probably couldn't work for anybody else anyway and uh yeah <laughs> apart from the traveling which was 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 nice. i used to see the same people sitting on the same seats on the same train at the yeah. same time every day you know twice a day usually there and back and uh and i just thought i don't know if this is this is for me you know i, I did sort of you know feel entrepreneurial if you like yeah. and um but you know one of the um, one of my bugbears i suppose was that I, i'd never started that business i bought it yeah, yeah. and um you know i had a sort of always had a hankering to sort of start something from scratch which is probably okay. why I did the, the coaching business you know four or five years ago yeah, but, yeah. um yeah uh it was it was an interesting decision one one that i often look back at and think you know what the coaching no the actual the, 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 um, the, the, the yeah because um tough industry to be in um it was a very um tough gig for me to be in um because I thought I'd buy a business and um, I don't know, I had this image, I suppose, in my mind of, of what a business owner, you know, yeah. his life would be like, you know, and um, it wasn't, it was the opposite. And uh, I was essentially um, 
a glorified receptionist really i mean i was working in the business i've got i you know i'm not a mechanic or a technician i've got sort of very limited knowledge of cars oh, yeah, yeah. and um so i sort of ended up working in the business sort of fronting it up and yeah i came across with like all sorts of uh problems which really sort of challenged me mentally um from a from a almost like a mental health sort of point of view oh, really? to be honest with you yeah i mean what, uh, what sort of problem like like just the day-to-day money in a business or what, what no the um the culture yeah okay and i know you, you yeah mentioned you know big on that is that um the way things had had been done um for many many years yeah. um and people's resistance to change um people's resistance to me because you know i'm coming in as sort of in my early 20s and um, telling people that have been there for 20 years, you know, this is how we're going to do things now. And, and, you know, there was a sort of, there was a lack of respect, you know, yeah, and, yeah. And, um, and I felt the full force of that. Do, do, do you think that, uh, I'm really interested in it because we sort of spoke briefly offline about obviously Mark yeah, with, yeah. with the headdress, but like, so you coming in at that young age, but not being a mechanic then and having that type of background, it was there quite like, a lot of resistance maybe from that element? Like, yeah, massively. It, I mean, I had, um, the you know, most of the mechanics at the time, you know, would they would refer to me as, you know, they'd say, oh, he's just the receptionist, you know, and I'm like yeah. the majority shareholder in the, in the business. And, I, you know, so I'm thinking, you know, you can't say that, but you sort of... Um, you know, if you don't know a lot about employment law, you don't yeah. know a lot about anything really. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you think you do, but you don't. You know, I thought, well, I've done a degree in that. It's like <laughs> that goes out the window. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's um, um, and also the other um, shareholder at the time um, was had his feet very firmly in in the other camp. So yeah, yeah. he thought like an employee, whereas yeah. I always tried to think like an employer, like yeah. a. Um, and there is a difference, you yeah, know, yeah, for sure. Definitely. And um, but he he didn't. So my idea when I bought that business was to expand it mm. and and you know create almost like a sort of franchise prototype, which yeah, yeah, is yeah. what I encourage people to do now. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, sure. But he didn't have the same vision. He was happy with was how things were. You know, we'd all we've always done it this way. You know, and even things I was telling someone yesterday, like um, the staggering like the lunch breaks like it's not so bad now but back in the you know at the beginning everybody in the in the town seemed to have their lunch at the same time so they'd come in and say you know could you just do a wiper blade or just do a bulb or, or whatever and and i'd be sitting there saying no we, we can't we're shut it's lunchtime you know and and, and 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 so and i was i was looking at it and thinking this is this is crazy like yeah, we were supposed sure. to be offering a service here you know and and uh um, so I sort of put it, you know, suggested a staggered lunch break for people, yeah. and like you'd think that I was, I, you know, yeah, was, was, it was uh, you know, off asking everyone to take a fifty percent pay cut. It was, it was yeah. crazy. So, so, so to get anything through and to implement change, yeah, um, was was massively difficult, and and that was a, over a period of say, you know, seven, eight, nine years. Wow. So wow. you know, the frustration levels were were massive. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, and it takes its toll on you, you know, mentally. Then it beca- becomes like, especially if you've got a business partner, then potentially, or a shareholder who's not, you know, not on the same page as you. You haven't got then that, because I, I, similar type of things. So Mark, 
in the, in the salon. I had business partners, but wasn't involved in. So it was down to me the day to day running. Actually, very similar stories. Like oh, yeah. I obviously didn't cut hair, so people were looking at me and going, "Well, what do you know? You you just the receptionist." Yeah. Like, didn't matter that what I was trying to implement with the changes was actually increasing turnover. There's more yeah. people walking through the door because of what I was mm-hmm. trying to do, and in turn, then they was generating more money. This didn't really feel a dad. So again, I think when we spoke offline, like for me, that's why the culture. Because I, I, I truly believe I just potentially got the culture wrong there. Because I didn't, I don't think I maybe as a, as a new business owner and the first time I'd run a business was like, like you say, you go in with a preconception of what it's going to be like being a business yeah. owner, and it's not. <laughs> no, like absolutely. It. And it, but it takes so much time. I think. Um, to change a, a culture. That's why, like, you know, when we were talking about football offline, you know, and you see these these Premier League managers now, like, you know, the one at Tottenham, Nuno's just been bombed, and then yeah, you think, yeah. Christ, he's only had 10 games, yeah. you know, and we don't know what the culture was like before he got there. So yeah. he's, it, and it's so important, like, you know, you allude to is, is um, you know, but from a business point of view, yeah, I... I met with a lot of sort of resistance and 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 that caused frustration and and um and progress was slower than it should have been and then we did actually buy another business so i bought another um uh, garage and um and yeah again that was culturally um different and it and it and rather than us being one big sort of group it there was a a divide sort of like them and us which was like created amongst like the, the the team or the staff or whatever you want to call yeah, it sure. you know, of both garages so managing that as well um, and all of these things you know you sort of what made you buy the the second one was it then because like obviously from looking at the first one and then going right I'm gonna go um, was it because of your growth plans in your mm. head you go well I want to make this a bigger thing this isn't just a lifestyle business for me this yeah. I want to build this isn't absolutely it? yeah and um you know the because people say well did you want more money and stuff like that and it's like well that would have been an outcome but that actually wasn't the driver it was more sort yeah. of um wanting to um make an impression I suppose and have a bit of a, a legacy or something I don't know really yeah. um really thought about it but I mean I we we had it for sort of five years and and um it didn't really work it, yeah. it, it was um you know, I made a mistake in that I, I, well, I didn't make, it was in hindsight, I could have left the name the same, but my idea was to create a brand. So I sort of changed the name. And yeah. I think that caused a bit of confusion in the town anyway. But again, hindsight's wonderful, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so after, after that, um, you sort of, like so many businesses do, you know, they expand before they're ready, they know how to do it. And, um, and then you contract back to the, the the sort of one that is is you know has it's always been there. Been there yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, it eventually you sort of wheedle out. You know, people. You know, you do you force through some changes and and um, people leave and you know people you know retire mm-hmm. and and eventually you start to get to bring in you know your own people and and. Um, yeah, and about two, three years ago, I became like the sole shareholder. Oh, yeah, um, okay. So you know, I bought bought the other shareholders out, and and um, and now you know, touch wood, I've got a, a, a team that I'm you know thrilled to bits with, and yeah. and and you know, the business works without me. 
which is, which is where, you, yeah, like, I guess ultimately a lot of, depends on a lot of people I speak to, they, they, they're in that business, they've got, like for me, you, you're in it and you, you're in it all the time, you're working on it, but ultimately you want to get to a stage where you are, you're surrounding, you employ people who are better at the job than you are yep. and can do that job and you trust them to, to run Absolutely. it so that you, because ultimately if you're working on it and you're out of it and working on it, that's how that helps it to grow, isn't it? As yeah, that's to. it. And, and, and um, that wasn't sort of, yeah, so I sort of, I, I would say that I I bought a job yeah. when I bought that business, I bought a job and, and uh, um, it, it took me quite a long time to, well, no, it, I realised it pretty quick, actually, and yeah. um, thought, oh, what have I done? Yeah. But, yeah, over the, the sort of fullness of time, it's sort of, yeah, I'd say that I'm a business owner in the truest sense now, and yeah. that I get paid whether I turn up or not. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and that's, yeah. you know, a nice sort of position to, to be in, really. And, that, and that's why I ended up um, with the coaching business, because... I was a bit a of bit a more spare part, really. Yeah. And, uh, but what, like you say, I guess, and then obviously that's something. That what I find really interesting about that is that that's obviously something that, like the coaching side of it, must be something that you're really passionate about in the sense that you're because of your experience. Because how many people probably go, I've got this idea, I want to go and start this business, and or I'm going to buy this business. Because I did, I very similar. This, uh, like you say, you go in with a preconception of what that's going to be like, and you actually just become. Well, if I actually went and got a job somewhere. And I, you know, I won't be working half the amount of hours I am. Wouldn't have half the amount of stress, and mm-hmm. I'm getting, and I'd get a regular wage at the end of the month, yeah. as opposed to doing absolutely everything, stressed out and doing what you're it's doing. Right, yeah, yeah. But on the flip side of that, like you say, I think, and most people that have come on the podcast have said to me, as entrepreneurs, because of our mindset and how it works. That ultimately we're just unemployable, really. That's <laughs> probably that's the, about, the that's right, yeah. About I, the size of it, and I'm like, I think I've, you know, I've always said, and I've said it a few times on here that, you know, I've got six-year-old twins. If I had to provide for them, I'd go and sweep the road, do whatever I needed to. Thankfully, I've never been in a position where I've had to do that. But things have been tough, even like lockdown last year. You know, one of the businesses with Fernballs is, you know, it's an events-based company. Yeah. It couldn't do any events. <laughs> I was like, okay. So there was zero income. So you just have to, but I never got to a stage. I didn't end up having to go and get another job. Launched, obviously, County Business Club. And thankfully, other things have started to go okay. But you do, you sort of, in your head, you go, that's my last resort. If I have to go and do that, I will. But hopefully, there's enough about me that I'll be able to go, right, that's an idea, that's an idea. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because our schooling system is all set up to create employees, isn't it? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, and even, you know, myself, when, you know, went and got a degree with a view to getting a job, yeah. you know, and there was nothing within that degree to say, you know, go and be an entrepreneur, go and go and create jobs, go and create wealth, go and, you know, create wealth for other people yeah. um, and employ stuff. It was all geared towards, like, you know, you, you get a skill, you get, a qualification so that you can go and work in a you know business and so it's no surprise and this is what I see a lot you know with with um, the people I work with is that generally you know take on a, a plumber yeah. they're gonna go and start a plumb they're gonna work as a plumber and then start a plumbing business yeah, yeah. yeah. and they're gonna work as a plumber yeah, yeah and then they've got this challenge of like um, how do I get to be, you know, they're thinking, well, I'm going to have my own business. Yeah, yeah. And then they think, well, now I'm like working longer hours. Probably if I work out my hourly rate, I'm getting less than I was when I... Instead of yeah, <laughs> and job. less stress, and I've got staff. Yeah, and, yeah, and I think that's why there's like the high attrition rate of, of, of 
you know, new businesses, are, I can't remember the stat, but it's quite high. Yeah, they don't yeah, last yeah, five yeah. years, whatever. So, yeah, the, the challenge is, is is helping those people um, create a business in the truest sense. Yeah. And that's that's kind of what I enjoy doing. Okay. It took me sort of the best part of 15 years, so I, I'm trying to speed it up for people yeah, if I can. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah. yeah that's... Uh, <laughs> I love that. Uh, <laughs> just, I'll just push that a little bit, sorry. Just yeah, that's right. A little bit. That's it. Perfect. Yeah, just as a cool. Um, okay, yeah, no, that. So, over obviously, you've been running, the, you know, the the motor business over the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. I'm keen to say, oh, you mentioned a few sort of challenges and stuff in there, especially around sort of culture, but from sort of obviously you alluded to as well, the other business that you bought that didn't necessarily work out. So, mm-hmm. keen to learn, like, what, what's... What's your sort of relationship with failure? Uh, uh, what do you see? Would you see that as a failure? Uh, what, what's, um, I, I talk about that. I think we, as business owners, we constantly f- are faced with challenges. And, and I, I, like I've alluded to, I've failed a lot more than succeeded. But, yeah, keen to know a bit um, more about that. Yeah, I mean, um, that hurt for sure. Um, and I think probably my relationship with it now isn't what it it was yeah. um i would take those things personally um and um that would what it made me sort of crawl back under my rock if you like yeah, and yeah. um and stay there for a good few years um which you know now i would always encourage people to you know i would say well f- failures uh you know is only possible if you if you stop in it if you yeah. give up otherwise it's just an opportunity yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. learn but um i didn't have anyone like that to sort of to, to bounce anything off or guide yeah. me in, in that regard. So um, I think the reason that, that that business failed was, well, I bought it on based on the um, the profit and loss statement and, the, and, and, and really I bought a database of customers and those customers were probably tied to the previous owner. And right. so um, what I bought was not really yeah, 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 and sure. I knew nothing about um, you know um, sort of customer relationship management or um, you know what to do with that database of mm. customers or how to you know about customer service customer yeah. retention you know um, I, I think I just thought it, 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 they so would just yeah. keep coming yeah, 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 and, yeah, they, yeah. and they didn't and then you've got to look and think right I need to get some some business in now and, and yeah. uh, again you know you sort of I was a bit like a rabbit in the headlights, I think, really. Yeah, um, yeah sure. And um, so, yeah, looking back now, it was, it was no surprise. But if to be fair, and I'm, I'm not saying this because if, if, I'd, if I'd had um, a coach or a consultant or a mentor or so something yeah, yeah, yeah. like that then, that would have been really helpful for me because yeah. um, even somebody just to pose a few questions, you know, like, you know, um, you know, are you doing your best would have been a good question. Yeah, 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 and yeah, I could yeah, have yeah. probably looked in the mirror and thought, actually, no, I'm not. I'm not yeah, really, yeah. you know, I'm, my, I'm quite inactive here and yeah. I'm just expecting it to sort of land in my lap. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, but in relation to your question, um, my relationship with failure, I don't fear failure now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I suppose that, that, time maybe i did because the inactivity would suggest that um 
you know. It's yeah. like what's that Homer Simpson says, isn't it? If I never try, I can never fail. Yeah, yeah, It is fascinating because I, I, I'm going to say that like, I remember that I remember the day having to go into the salon and say, ten staff, no jobs anymore, and horrible position to be in. But uh, again, I've alluded to it a couple of times on it before. But about that, I remember. I remember reading a, a, an article on LinkedIn actually that morning before I went in. And the ten, you know, rules of success were the top one is understanding, accepting failure. But if we that if and it, I think it's I, I've definitely got a because a different, a completely different uh, relationship with failure now. And I would rather try. I look at life as an opportunity, and I think to myself, I'd rather try things. If that doesn't work out and it fails, you know what? I've give that a go. And I think as long as I walk away, I, I remember walking away from the sun, and I, I thought about it 18 months in, and it took me three years to actually walk away from it. 100% was the right decision to do. Um, maybe should have done it sooner, but I, at least I knew. After three years, I put my hand on my heart. I knew I walked out and I'd give it absolutely everything I could have. Mm-hmm. And it didn't work. So I couldn't have done any more personally. And I think, you know, you learn from... And I think as long as people... As long as you can learn from your failures, that's an experience, isn't it? And that's what life's surely about. Yeah, I, I mean, to be what you just described doesn't sound like a failure to me. Because I mm. think if you can look in the mirror and say, I've, I've actually done my best, then for me, that's a definition of success. Because I don't see what else anybody can do. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you, you can only do what you know, and people can look back and say, oh, "Well, you should have done this, or you should have done that." But if it, if it's not in your armory at the time, yeah, you you know, you don't, you yeah, don't yeah. if you you know what you know and you know what you, you don't, don't know, you yeah, know, yeah. Or, and um, you can yeah, so you can only do what you, you make the you can only make the decision and take the action. Was it Barack Obama said? And he said, "Oh, if he." he um, it's quite good, actually. He, he said, if I, when he was making his decisions as the president, he said, you know, he wore the same clothes, the same, had the same breakfast, all these things, the same every day. So he didn't yeah. have to waste any time making what he considered insignificant decisions, because yeah. he knew that he'd have to make a big decision. And he, he said that if he was fifty-one percent sure, then he would he would make the call, um, safe yeah. in the knowledge that he's made the best decision he can with the knowledge that he's got at that particular time. Yeah, I love that. You know, and and I think, yeah. and so, and I that's think, all we can do, surely. In life, yeah, and I think, but I think, you know, from from me, I think I probably, you know, I I, I did fail when I um, bought that business because um, I don't think I did do my best. Yeah. I think I was sort of a bit a bit paralysed, probably by by fear. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And um, yeah, it's only really sitting here now, looking back at it, yeah. that, that you sort of can say that. Um, but it's great that you like. I guess from your point of view then, especially uh, I guess the attributes you've got as a coach, uh, mm. move, move on to the coaching side of things and we'll, we'll delve into that a little bit later, but I guess as a, as, a, as a coach, going through those different types of emotions, those different types of challenges that you have done, yeah. that you're able to impart that knowledge because because how many people, I guess, of your clients that come to you and talk to you about like maybe they're, you know, oh, look, I'm worried about this or this and you because you've had that experience mm-hmm. cause sometimes my impression and I'm not I'm not generalising here but I know there are some coaches maybe that are out there that haven't maybe run their own business and Very and, much. and um, a few of them you know in and around which is nothing wrong with that I'm sure they've still got knowledge from yeah. whether it be a degree or whatever and that, I'm not obviously belittling them people but I do think that there's certain aspects of running a business that you will never find out about unless you've run a business absolutely yeah. and I I, I um 
I th most of the people that I work with, because um, look, I, at the end of the day, I, I you know, with the term business coach, you know, I was probably spent three years trying to work out what that meant. Yeah. I know that sounds ridiculous, but and actually, when I was first coaching, I, I found it very hard to articulate what what I actually did. You yeah, know, yeah. and um, um, you know, I spent many a time sort of with people looking at me with a sort of bemused look on their face I'm um, thinking what is he on about and and uh, <laughs> and me sort of leaving the conversation thinking I don't know what I'm on about. <laughs> and uh, and um but yeah I, I coach people I help people um develop and improve themselves and they happen to be business owners well okay that's the, the thing right and so most people um it's there's what's it's six inches between their ears yeah, yeah. You know, and it's a, it's most of it. There's professional development, most of it's personal development. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and yeah, and I think having sort of experience, sort of uh, the lows and the highs as well, yeah, you know. Yeah, but yeah, but um, yeah, I can recognise some some signs and and so on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I yeah, I think. Well, what they say, don't they? You can. You can read books, which I do a lot of, um, yeah. and you're going to gain knowledge from reading books. But yeah. without um, action or experience, it's just philosophy, isn't it? Yeah. It's just it's that's that you know you become a philosopher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you take the action and get the experience without the knowledge, that's called ignorance. Yeah, 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 so yeah. you've got to take the two together, and that's when you get wisdom. Yeah. And so I um, it's yeah. I think it. But having said that, I mean, I, I, you know, you look at, say, someone in the football realm, like, I, don't know, I mean, Alex Ferguson, he wasn't a top, top player, was he? No, no, I know no, he no, played football, but yeah, he wasn't. Yeah. Um, Jose Marino wasn't. And, and actually, sometimes you see, like, top, top players that go into management yeah. and it, they're not quite cut out for it. So I don't know whether, uh, I, I don't know, but... Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, it's interesting. I, yeah, I, 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 I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I'll tell you what, one thing I wanted to just go back is a, a couple of bits you mentioned about, about um, the education side of things. And this is something, again, I, I find quite interesting. Because uh, I, I, I always lose. I, was, I wasn't the most academic at school. I was going to be a professional footballer. If I was, and when, as soon as I wasn't a professional footballer, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I was okay. I got some reasonably good GCSEs enough to start and do A levels, but yeah. done A levels just because I had no idea what to go out. Well, I've not got that. Not made it at West Ham. Not got gone here. So I'm just gonna. I do A levels because other people are doing them, and but wasn't really overly interested in it. And I was like, but entrepreneurship, blimey, I, I couldn't even spell it back then, so I didn't even know what that word was, you know. So I think. And I've been since then. I've done a bit of mentoring over the last ten years. I've done a little bit in schools where they go in and they've got the the, the programs that yes. help and entrepreneurship, and they encourage that in schools. And I think that's amazing because for me, the, the schools were very much like exactly as you sort of mentioned. Mm -hmm. This, you know, we're geared up. Everything is geared up to get a qualification and then go out and get a job. And that's and I'm like, if they, it was just encouraged more to, I think with my kids. They come to me and say, I want to go to university because I want to be a solicitor, a doctor yes. or whatever. You need to do that. To, my wife's a solicitor. She had to go to university to become a solicitor. Great. If you want to do that, great. They come to me. I don't really know what I want to do. I'm going to go to... I'd rather them go travel the world. I'd rather them go to me and mm -hmm. that I've got this idea and I'll go 100%. Let's start that. Just go and give yes. it a go or whatever. Just try and encourage that. 
and, and know that that is attainable to be able to go because I, I think my my 20s was like can't run my own bit. People run their own businesses. The rich people who do mm. stuff. It wasn't around. I wasn't around that. I wasn't around entrepreneurs or business owners, and just saw people who are, they got their own business must be loaded, and they do what they do. But I think that narrative has got to change. And it comes back to the education system. And I'm, I, I personally, I'm not, you know, putting it down so much. But I do, I do think it's quite broken. I think the way we're tested. Like I wasn't great in exams. Well, you're tested, and 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 it, you've got to, you know you've got to do, sit down and do this three-hour exam, and that's how. And you, now you're a yeah. success. What? I I'm no good at sitting down for three hours and doing that. Yeah. So I just wonder if there's. I don't know. I think there's got to be a massive shift. Whether you know. That's I, I agree with you. I think. Um, well, <laughs> it's, it, well. I mean, one thing I did know, no, was um, my youngest daughter who's 12 she came home a couple of days ago and said I'm I've been asked to take someone around the school um because apparently I've got um a growth mindset and uh love that, that made me uh um, smile because when I was well probably up to about five years ago I hadn't heard of a growth mindset you know and um so they must be teaching you know that sort that. of yeah, um yeah. that stuff in in class now which uh is good and a description you know was was accurate i felt so uh um so maybe it is maybe maybe they are focusing more on 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 the sort of you know the, yeah. the learning open mind i hope so and I, I guess look for her and i guess for your kids similar to mine maybe that you know that they're, they're going to be around that because they see you running your own business yeah. and they sit in it you know like my, my daughter, they're only six but one my daughter has been she's been made school council and i'm like great she's like yes daddy i've got my school council badge and i'm going for meetings just like you do and, and, I, and i'm like oh, there's a part of me deep down I'm like yeah, I love that. Yeah. what are you going to bring up at your meeting and, I'm yeah, like, yeah. and it's, it's great you know you sort of see and i but i think uh, uh, like i say people often ask me where that that sort of comes from that like my driver or entrepreneurship, I guess, in that talk mindset, and, I, and it's difficult to actually pin it down. I'm not too sure for me because I wasn't necessarily around that in in my young way. But what about um, you, you say, I know you say obviously your granddad obviously run a business. Yeah, Do you think? Um, <laughs> without going, in, you know, too deep, I would say that um, associating, you know, business ownership and entrepreneurship entrepreneurialism the same reason probably why i wanted to be a fund manager yeah. was for financial reasons because that's where i i deemed the money to be yeah. um but you know when i look now and think well why yeah. it's probably looking to something external the external environment for for validation yeah. so you know you, you and as I say, I don't you know, bore your listeners, <laughs> but, but I mean, if you if if you've got quite low um, self esteem and and low self worth and and um, probably uh, have it, you know, imposter syndrome. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you know, you're trying to do something to to, to prove something to mm. probably the outside world or yourself or, or something. Yeah, yeah, That was probably, and I and I, you know, if I'm being brutally honest, I probably thought you know money would would do that yeah, of course yeah. it doesn't no 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 but no. that's that's the reality you know money it gives you choice yeah um but yeah i don't i mean yeah obviously I, if you haven't got any money you're probably not that happy or maybe you are i don't I, know I actually you what, probably you, probably you, are you, you, you're right you know what i've 
there's a really amazing podcast that I listen to um, by, um, by something that inspired me to do the Diary of a CEO, Stephen Bartlett. Yes. And he 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 won, he done one recently with a guy called Mo Galdat. Right. Um, and it's about happiness. And Mo Galdat was business chief business officer at Google X. Mm-hmm like multi-millionaire done trading on the side he was just pr- printed money he mm-hmm. said openly printed money and he you know 16 cars in his garage big mansion blah 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 wasn't happy mm-hmm. didn't find it his son passed away when he was 21 and he said like it, but his son was such a lovely person and just genuinely always happy and but yeah. and he wanted to keep his memory going and so so he actually set out on this initiative to write a book called it's called solve for happy um and trying to spread the word of happiness mm-hmm. and uh, trying to create a formula of what happiness looks like and it was fascinating because he said like i had everything you think you could possibly want but wasn't happy and uh, and I, i'm i'm listening to you talk and i was very similar i think i was i got into business because i wanted to i, I 30 years old I took over my first business in my head I was going to be a multi-millionaire I'm going to have a Ferrari and that was my driver mm-hmm. never going to be happy and never actually good and I always spent even over the last 10 years I said to people anyone asked me how you getting on yeah I'm, get, I'm going to get there I'm going to get there I'm trying to get to this destination that yeah. like, what is this de- like you almost all of a sudden you, you well, I've made 10 million I've got to this destination. I'm happy now. Done. Switched off. Like, surely not. Uh-huh. And it's now. It's, look, I've learned a lot about myself and experience over the time. Never really. I, I don't. You know, I'm not financially secure. I do okay. I make a, a living yeah. and I look after my kids, and that's fine. But I think eventually, you know, I believe that financial wealth will come at some point. If it doesn't. Just enjoy the journey. It's got to be about enjoying that journey and doing the thing. We sort of spoke offline about me spinning plates, and I've realised that's just as stressful as that can be sometimes. It's just I've accepted as part of who I am, yeah. and that's actually what makes me tick. And I'm buzzing about it, like yeah. sitting here chatting with you today is great. And then I know, you know, I've got a, a lunch thing tomorrow, which is going to be good. And then I'm hosting an event next week, and I'm doing all these yeah. different things. And I, but I love doing them things. And I think as long as we enjoy that journey. That's got to be. That's got to be what I agree. The, the I think when people say, you know, um, what do you want out of life? And I say, well, I just want to enjoy life. Mm. You know, well, life is now. Yeah. You know, it's not even tomorrow. It's not. It certainly isn't yesterday. It's yeah. like today. So you might as well, you know, in you know, and that's. I think all of these, um, you know, um, philosophers, ancient philosophers, and that it's it's all centered around that search for happiness isn't it that's yeah, pretty yeah. much it and, and uh w- w- you know and what does that and it looks different to everybody everyone but what is it? and it surely over the last 18 months two years with lockdown look we're locked down in our house with you know with two kids and and my wife if i had 10 million pound in the bank I'd just be sitting in a bigger house i wouldn't be able to do any different Correct, to what yeah. i was done so if you're around the people you love Spending time with the people you love, that's got to be absolutely. And, and I think that's probably reflected in the the um, current em- like employment market where yeah, people yeah. are actually like, where was I talking to? They said um, there's a shortage of chefs. Yeah, yeah, hospitality. Because yeah. they've decided, you know, since they've been at home in lockdown, a lot of the chefs have thought, oh, I, I don't want it. These hours are not not yeah, healthy. Yeah, They're yeah. not, um, you know, not conducive day. to the lifestyle that I want. And yeah. and yeah, and you sort of people question. Yeah, people. I think how many people over the last 
you know, eighteen months, two years, have, have questioned where they are in life, what they're yeah. doing, what they what, what they actually want out of life. What, and I think you're right that, that certainly the younger generation, are, I believe, are changing things in a way. It's more about purpose. I want to work somewhere that you know, maybe is a, a sustainable company because I want to make a little bit of a difference. I want to work somewhere where I've got, um, you know, a flexible working yeah. shift pattern or whatever that, whatever that looks like. And uh, people are just not, it's not about, I don't think there's that driver for money and material things uh, as much. But, uh, I mean, um, there's nothing wrong, obviously, with either approach. No, no, but no. I'd say that, um, yeah, it's perspective, isn't it? And... and um, I don't know. I've, I, yeah, I used to sort of. Th- well, here's a, it, you know, I'd go down to. Uh, I'd think like, you know, I'd love a red Ferrari, you know, and yeah. and. Uh, but then um, we went down for holiday in um, southern Spain and went to Porto Banus, and you see all the yachts there, and, and then you think, if I had a Ferrari, yeah, that wouldn't be good enough because <laughs> I need a yacht, <laughs> you know. So there's ne- you're never satisfied, and then of course you'd imagine there's your envy where you, he, he's got a bigger yacht than me. So, yeah. <laughs> so whichever you, you, you people, you know, it goes on and on. So you can't look to the external environment, to things, to 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 houses, to um, to places, to people, anything for happiness. It's got to come from within. It has to. Uh, uh, absolutely, uh, and the, the pr- I think the problem we've got with society nowadays is that obviously we've got social media where everyone puts their best parts of their highlights mm. of their life on, and you're always looking on there going, oh, oh that, look, they've just been on a lovely holiday to Dubai and they've done mm. this, and what, why can't we do that? What, yeah. like, but if, if you live your life through other people and, and trying to keep up with it, I just don't. You know, I was possibly one of those people a few years ago. Yeah, back. My, absolutely. Completely, my mindset's changed. Different. I do the things I love, and 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 hopefully, them other things potentially may <laughs> be something a byproduct of what co- is an outcome of them. But if they're not, then I'll still do the things yeah. I love. Yeah. Well, I used to see people, you know, and and uh, my instant thought was, um, wonder how much they earn. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and that, that's yeah. a bad, <laughs> good yeah, mission yeah. to. But that is true. You know, I'd think. You know, they're doing that. I wonder, I wonder how much they earn. I wonder how they've done that. And, and you know, there'd be this curiosity, but there'd also be this envy and um, all of those sort of, their survival emotions, aren't they? And, if, and you know, um, much, much better to have sort of um, elevated emotions, like yeah. actually gratitude, being thankful for what you have got and, and the people Absolutely. that you have got around you and so on. And, and also um, being happy for other people when they are successful because that's not easy right you know it's it's easy to fall into that sort of that trap of of you know they win therefore i must have lost yeah 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 yeah. no absolutely and i think i'll tell you what i think personally i think there's a it's because the the narrative around success is but someone's successful if they're financially secure they've got loads of money Mm -hmm. someone is sitting there in a million pound mansion with a ferrari outside and a porsche then what a successful guy mm-hmm. I'm really successful completely now again back to just my own learnings I suppose because that's what in my head I deemed would be successful I, I spoke about on the podcast when I've done the mental health one with Yaron about my own person like when I turned 40 really struggling I went through a real low point was like not successful in any way um you know I've not achieved this I've not achieved this I'm not where I want to be I, you know I really got in a really dark place but 
all I'd done to get out of that really was I changed the narrative of what success looked like because mm. I, I got to 40 and I sat around on my 40th birthday. I had my closest friends there who were like, you know, who they would walk over hot coals for me. I'd do the same for them. Mm-hmm. My brother's my best mate. I've got, you know, um, m- lovely mum and dad, beautiful wife, two amazing kids. I was surrounded by people who loved me, who I loved. And I was like, actually, what an amazing place to be. Like, if I died tomorrow, I've experienced love in all these forms. I know it sounds maybe a little bit soppy, but for, for me, I was like, it's that, no, I've experienced love in all these forms. That that has got to be an element of success. And Absolutely. I think that that's where, for me, I ch- that just changed my narrative. I am really successful because look at all these people who I well, know. That if if you weren't here tomorrow, would your wife and kids miss you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? yeah, yeah. Well, if, if the answer is yes, then you're a success, aren't yeah. you? Because you're bringing value to someone's life. Oh, yeah. Uh, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. And that, and you know, you don't have to. People say, "Oh, I've got to do something to be valuable." Yeah. No, you don't. You just got to be it's something to be valuable. Yeah. And and that means, you know, being a nice person, being a good dad, or you know, yeah. whatever is that, you know. Yeah, but, uh, mate, a- a- absolutely, absolutely. I love this. It's been great because we we're talking and we're you know, and I, I always sort of have a rough idea of questions. I want, and it's yeah. been great just to be able to go a bit off piece and talk about different things. I think one one thing I know we sort of alluded to, and I did. I always want to talk about, so I did want to want to sort of bring it back to actually, but about um, about culture. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you you know you alluded to a little bit of the culture that you struggled with in 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 the business, and how you sort of keen to know how, what sort of things you implemented to change that. And now, what do you? As a coach, what do you sort of talk about with your clients about how do they how to create a winning culture? Well, I've got a um, to create a sort of an environment um, that's conducive to that. Um, I have a simple sort of mnemonic, if you like, actually is the word simple. So the first one would be um, a safe environment. Mm-hmm. So everyone wants to feel safe, secure, important, and happy. So um, what do I mean by safe? Well, where trust is a central tenant. Because, you know, a, a team isn't a group of people that work together. A team is a group of people that trust each other. Mm. And um, and what I mean by that is, you know, using, say, the, the garage as an example, I say to the lads, you know, would you be prepared to have the chap on the ramp next to you do your job for you mm. and you sign it off without looking at it? Because that's trust. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Because you're basically yeah. saying... He's as good, if not better, than me, and I know he's not going to cut any corners. I know he's not going to, you know, put me in any danger or any, you know. So yeah. that's that's trust, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. A, a a um a safe environment that supports risk taking, um, and um, where people think they can make mistakes without sort of fear of retribution or getting yeah. a bollocking as we you know and and, um being shouted at and and so you know we actively almost encourage people to make mistakes yeah yeah, you know not 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 on your brakes don't worry (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) sort of thing yeah make sure i never come to the go but um no but you know it's not a problem if somebody makes a mistake the first thing that um we always say um, and I say we because I'm trying to instill it into the the rest of the group. Is mm. is um, what did you learn from that? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
you know, because that's a great opportunity right there, isn't it? You've made it. It's not a mistake. It's it's an opportunity. I know it's a bit of an old cliche. It's a, ah, a learning opportunity, but it actually is if you choose it to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you want to um, throw nuts into people and bollock them, and that, yeah. what really are you going to achieve? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the first one. The next one is is um, inclusive. It's got to be an inclusive environment where people, you know, if if, if you include everyone a hundred percent, then I think as as a leader you can expect a hundred percent involvement. Yeah, sure. Um, so um, you know, people are encouraged to actively think, yeah. which is an underrated skill. Yeah. Like you know, think. Don't keep coming and asking me or your line manager or whatever. In fact, we don't really have line. There's quite a flat structure, um, but you know, think. Yeah, but by allowing them to make mistakes, I guess you 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 encourage them to think more yeah. and do stuff because they know that rather than go, oh, I've got to do this. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go and check with Ryan. Yeah, yeah. But rather than go, they don't do that because they look at it and go, I think this is why I'll do that. If it's a mistake, you, they know you're not yeah. going to get killed over you it. Just, it. You, yeah. you just what you know. What was you thinking? Yeah, what, yeah. what was what? And they justify it. And you say it's fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know. Um, I mean, I was it. Yeah. I don't want to come up with like loads of, but Steve Jobs spot on, wasn't he? So we don't employ um, great people and tell them what to do. We employ great people and they tell us what to do. Yeah, and, yeah. and I suppose I've been, I've benefited from that because I'm not a mechanic, I'm not a yeah, technician, yeah. so I've had to do that. But um, that was something that we encourage. Yeah. Um, and then um, measurable, the environment, their performance has got to be measured because obviously yeah. what gets measured gets managed. So yeah. we, we want... Um, and I think people want to achieve mastery. They want to be. They want to know that yeah. actually, if I do this, I'm successful. I've yeah. and and if I score highly, you know, in in however I'm being held accountable, yeah. then I'm successful. Yeah. But there's you see, when I go back to the original culture, no accountability, yeah. you know, and wouldn't have been tolerated. It would have been considered that that's big brothery, you know, like yeah. you you can't watch me do my work. You can't. Um, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, that shows yeah. a lack of accountability and, and i think that that's a, a losing mentality yeah, so yeah. um next thing would be a common purpose you've yeah. got a, you've you know what's the point what are we actually doing here yeah, yeah. and you know what what is but that share, share them together as a, as a team i guess yeah and, and they so it, they these are all um you know um core values if you like that you know that are put together as part of that purpose yeah, um yeah. so you know culture statements on you know i see a lot of companies who the owners make the the, the, the core values or culture statements yeah. up so that's really what's important to them yeah. but nobody's actually bothered to ask if if that's important to the rest of the team <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then when you bring people in you know um there's no sort of nobody's alludes to um your core values when you're recruiting and then six months in you wonder why they don't share the same values yeah, or yeah, yeah. it's you know, so it's a it's a key part of the recruitment process, really. Yeah, you know, sure, sure. Uh, one of my um, clients has just um, done his, and one that stuck out stuck out was accuracy, which I which you know is one I it stuck out probably because I haven't heard it that yeah, often, yeah, yeah, and yeah, uh, sure. and that's very important to them as a as a as a group to be accurate, and um, so you can sort of start to think the type of person that you're going to need, yeah. and. Um, you know, we do like disc profiling and stuff yeah, like that. So yeah, you sure. can see like the behavioural styles of people and, and, and personality traits that are going to be required to, to, to have to that, in, to yeah. have that value. Um, yeah. And, and so, um, yeah, that, that would be the, um, 
the, 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 the next one's L would be for, uh, it's got to be sort of liberating. Yeah. Um, it's, people have got to feel f free to, you know, do what they want. You know, we don't need to be standing over everybody's shoulder the whole time, you know. Yeah, People yeah. need sort of autonomy, don't they? Okay, I guess that's back to the trust thing as well, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you've got to allow, like, be, give them that bit of... I think a lot of it, I guess from what you're saying with that, I wonder whether there's been a big shift in a lot of companies and industries over the last 18 months because people have not been able to look over people because mm. everyone's working from home now can't do that so you've got to, there's got to be trust yeah and surely they've realized that there's that someone can work from home they haven't got to be sitting in front of me to no be, uh, to and be i suppose productive. if 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 somebody's got an amount of work to do and they can do it in in a shorter time frame, mm. is that a problem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was always considered, you know, well, if you finished, do some more. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if we're talking about like work-life balance and things like yeah, that yeah, yeah. in this day and age, like you know, yeah. certainly the millennials and and you know, like my kids and stuff, they're not going to um, get a job and stay there for yeah, like yeah. 40, 50 years. It's just no, right, but but they might if they find the right environment yeah, and the yeah. right culture. But um, yeah, people want autonomy, want to be involved in their own decision making and their own lives, and yeah. feel that they've got an element of control because yeah. that's that's a key sort yeah, of yeah. Um, psychological driver for for all of humankind, really, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Um, and then lastly, it's, it's got to be empathetic, and it? it's got to be you've got to yeah. understand other people and that. You know, if somebody comes in and is in a in isn't in the best mood or best frame of mind, um, we don't all need to be sort of egotistical about it and think it's all because of us. Yeah. You know, of so and so's in a mood, and it's it must be that I've upset him, yeah, and, and yeah. you know, the world centres around me. It's my do. It's not. It, it obviously it's something that's Important. you know yeah, carried yeah. over and they've bought in, and so yeah, rather than sort of you know berating people and throwing a book just have a bit of understanding and, and yeah. a bit of um, just decency, decency really. yeah. and, and be I, a good person that's it I think be yeah. ultimately I think like, like, again I've spoke about it a few times before I think there was a narrative you know that around business owners and you had to be to be a successful business person you've got to be <laughs> a, a ruthless yeah, yeah. you've got to be a bit of a you've got to be the added sugar type yeah, you're yeah, fine yeah. And, like, and again like, I'll go back to the salon I think not that I was I don't think I was to potentially I don't think I've got it in my nature to be a, a complete no, person, no. but I, I, I certainly wasn't myself in that so because I thought I've got to be a little bit stricter here I've got to be a little bit more uh -huh. and and then that you're you're basically being someone that you're not so you're yeah. that comes across and then you add that you then build solid relationships because you're not really being yourself so no, yeah, I, I think you you put in um what I call cultural architects and yeah, so yeah. like um if everybody knows um how we do things around here this is this is how we behave um as a group and everybody's set on on the values of the company and what's important yeah. to us then people it's self-governing yeah. people like uh, manage themselves and 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 so um you know they can actually pick me up on it you know and yeah. and vice versa but one of my 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 biggest values is fun you know, yeah. you got it's got to be fun. You got yeah. to have a laugh. I mean, that probably goes back to the football changing rooms and the banner. Yeah, you know, and that's the yeah. thing that everyone misses, isn't it? Yeah, and, and, of course, uh, of course. You know, um, you spend your whole life afterwards trying to recreate it, yeah, but uh, yeah, 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 it's yeah. never as good. But um, yeah, I think fun. Um, yeah, 
and having a laugh and enjoying what you want. Who wants to go turn up every day and think, oh man, I've got to, got to go here yeah, again. Yeah. And like, I'm yeah. unsure of what the atmosphere is going to be like. And is so-and-so going to be in a bad mood and, and you know, bollock me and throw things around and, yeah, yeah, and have sure. to, you know, it's just, it's not a nice way of living, is it? And and so no, I think that's, that's yeah. for me. Yeah, no, mate, there's, there's some great tips in there. I think, I know just bef- coming to the end there, that bit, uh, you mentioned obviously a little bit about work-life balance. Um, again, something I guess I personally I think I struggle with quite a lot. Um, what, what sort of advice do you get? At, like you said you're in a nice position now in regards to the, the business where you can maybe take a little bit of a, a, a step back from the, from the yeah. garage thing because obviously now you're concentrating on the, the, the business coaching. But how do you sort of achieve that and what, any tips for... Well, there's a business? risk as, as well, isn't there, of going too far the other way, which yeah. is something that I'm probably at risk of yeah, sometimes yeah. is is you know maybe uh yeah i mean my coach said to me that i had a lazy streak so i thought <laughs> oh, thanks very much yeah, but, yeah. but actually it's, <laughs> it's holding the mirror up isn't it? and you yeah, say well yeah. yeah fair enough i get it um but yeah i think it's self-management in it rather than sort of time management yeah, you, sure. we've all got the same amount of hours in the day um you know and it's how we use them so i don't know as a coaching sort of tool i use um this um, urgency and importance matrix. I don't know if you've seen no, that. No, so no, there's, no. You, you, it's um, you sort of list all the activities that you do in your day, um, and and you put them in sort of whether those tasks are important or not important, or whether they're urgent or not urgent. Yeah. And you can see, um, you know, over a period of time where you're spending the most of your time. And a lot of us spend our time doing stuff that that is important yeah. and it's urgent. So in other words we've procrastinated and left it to the last minute and now it's become really quite important and so that's sort of a bit chaos mode and that's when people say oh i um i always work better under pressure and you think yeah you're like me chaotic (laughs) (laughs) so we want to get um i think planning is 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 the key and, and having um a clear plan of of tomorrow today so last thing I try and do before I go home is to write a list of things I'm going to do tomorrow put a yeah. put a number by them in terms of the priority yeah. and do the ugly one first yeah that's great yeah because it, it is it is that isn't it we I suppose we're all guilty of it you, you go I oh, know I've got to do that yeah I really don't want to so mm-hmm. I'll do that quickly first yeah. and then I'll get onto that in yeah. a minute and then by the end that's at the end of the day I've really got to do that yeah. now I'm working till two o'clock in the morning because I left that white exactly, till the last yeah. minute yeah so it's, it's yeah. uh so it's and then and also when you do that you realize how much time you're spending doing sort of stuff that you could possibly delegate to um to another team member or even outsource yeah. and then obviously there's the old uh, the stupid stuff that we all do like the, the, the sort of reacting to emails and yeah, facebook sure. and all the other stuff yeah, yeah, you yeah. know um so time. yeah <laughs> you can say so sort of i'd say it's self-management really yeah, um sure. and Someone said to me the other day, said like, you know, if you only had one week left of your life, what would you do? And I thought, "Mm, that's a good one. And said, because you want to be doing more of that every day. Because one day that will Will be be true. true. And we just don't know when it is, do we? So, yeah, yeah, I... um, I'll be back out on a golf course, yeah. mate, with you soon. Mate, we're, we're in, we're in. I'll tell you what, I'm up with that. A lot more golf. Um, mate, listen, we're just coming to the end now. Before we do our quick fire question, I just want to um, tell me, what, what, what does the future hold for Ryan Andrews? Um, I don't know, really. And, and I'm comfortable with that. 
Nice. Uh, yeah, I, 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 like I say, I just want to enjoy what I'm doing and every day and, and, and not, um, and sort of try and move away from that constant um, chase yeah. for something that I don't quite know what that, that chase is, you know? And yeah, I, you yeah, touched yeah. on it earlier and, and it's right, I, I really get that. It's, it's, it's like, I, I don't know what, what that what destination yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what so, so, yeah. so and, I, and I think, um, yeah, I'm sort of, I think just, just keep going as we go and try and help more businesses. I'd quite like to, from a, I suppose, a, a, a better answer, I'd, I'd like to help um, people, um, which is obviously what, what the coaching's about. Um, and I'd quite like to, maybe get involved with some charities and yeah, do yeah, some yeah. stuff like that because yeah. it's, it's it's sort of sort Giving of self yeah, yeah it's a bit like the difference between um you know like <laughs> it's christmas coming up and my kids are like you know yeah. and i and you're like that when you're a kid and you want to receive presents yeah, but when yeah. you're like your dad like you are now yeah, the, yeah. the pleasure is not what the kid what gives you, you. Yeah, it's what yeah, you're yeah, giving yeah, them course, and you see course. their face and all that and i sort of think um yeah maybe try and do, try and do some more of that back, give yeah. it yeah i think so um that's what I, i'd like to do yeah mate, that's um, great so love that well look mate it's been been fascinating and great chatting to you um and so look, some some great advice in there and some tips up um i'll be good i'm really int- i'm excited actually about going listening back over it and, and making <laughs> you're, you're some edit it down to no, a, a couple of minutes some great stuff in there honestly <laughs> it really has enough look let uh, we'll come always finish off with our, our sort of quick fire question so um look first one what advice would you give to a young entrepreneur or someone wanting to start their own business um i've literally given the advice that the best bit of advice I've had is just read a book a week yeah read a book a week um I wish someone had told me that you know 10 years prior because I would have read another 500 books by now (laughs) and uh you know I think all of the um the knowledge and and all of the great minds have all generally put it down in words and it's it's all there and you can go and and get it you know And, and so why wouldn't you and um you can but you got like we said earlier it's all right reading them and gaining the knowledge but you got to do something with it and take the action but but yeah that would be something is 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 be like a sponge and just keep learning and learning and learning and and you know you you can learn far more um by working on yourself um than you will in you know sort of formal education if you like yeah love that Brilliant, cool. And then right, last one. Can you give me three traits you think a person needs to be a good business person or entrepreneur? Oof. Um, I think you've got to be brave. You've got to have courage. Yeah. Courage is, yeah, a, yeah. is a big one. Yeah. Um, resilient. You've got yeah. to basically, you've got to be persistent and, and uh, well, consistent yeah. and persistent yeah, and yeah. keep keep going you know and uh like you say if you if you don't stop you can't fail so you just got to keep going and keep going um so that would be one and probably resourceful you've got to find a way if 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 you've you know got this um tunnel vision and this this destination or goal in mind you'll find a way and um yeah that's what i would say i like that i like that 
mate, listen, it's been, um, it really has been fascinating. Thanks so much for coming on. Um, like I say, there's a lot of stuff in there that I'm sure people are going to be taking away with them. So thank, thanks I, very much I for I your time. So. No, it's thanks for having me. I've really yeah. enjoyed it. No, it's brilliant. brilliant. Good times. Thank thanks. you. Thanks very much. Thank you.